Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Welcome to the show. Welcome, one and all. Before we get down and dirty, here's the deets. Here's the scoop. Our website's forever35podcast.com links we mention four links to everything we mention on the show our twitter's at forever 35 pod our instagram's at forever 35 podcast the forever 35 facebook group exists on the platform of facebook where the password is serums and you can sign up for the newsletter at forever 35 podcast.com slash newsletter you can also call and text us at 781-591-0390 and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Well, Dory. Yes, Kate. You know, we often just kind of like chit chat about our lives, but we're we're too excited about today's guest. Yeah, we're gonna do things a little differently today. We are just gonna let you have the full guest experience today because <laughs> our guest today is Busy Phillips. Let me just say that since day one of starting this podcast, we have both dreamed of having Busy Phillips on the podcast. And anytime we ask people for guest suggestions, wouldn't you say she's the number one request? Yeah. I mean, like up there. She is in the top five. Totally up there. And and look, we manifested it. We vision boarded this into existence for four fucking years. Um, we're, we are so excited. She's on the show today. We just think the world of her and had so much fun getting to talk to her. 
Oh, she's so great. Um, so we're just gonna get right into it. We're we're gonna read her bio, although I feel like she needs no introduction. But you know, there could be one or two people out there who haven't heard of her. Who I'm like maybe my dad. I mean, like who? I uh, look. I don't know. <laughs> it's just Jim. Jim might be the only one. <laughs> so you might know Busy from the amazing television shows Freaks and Geeks, Dawson's Creek, Cougar Town, where she received the Critics' Choice TV Award for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Look, she had an iconic role in White Chicks. From 2018 to 2019, she hosted her own talk show on E! called Busy Tonight. She currently stars in the freaking hilarious show I'm obsessed with on Peacock, Girls 5 Eva. And she hosts the wonderful, heartfelt, emotional, real podcast, Busy Phillips, doing her best with former podcast guest, Casey St. Ange, who's also just amazing. Um so, I mean, without further ado, let's get Here's, busy. Yep. Ooh, mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. what you did there. I'm sure she's heard that pun 8 million times in her life. <laughs> All right. Well, here is busy. You have been the uh, truly the most, I know we told you this when we did your podcast, but the guest that everybody's like, get, just get busy Phillips on your show. So we're really excited to get to kind of dig deep into your brain. Um, So we always start by asking people about a self-care practice. Now, you have shared many with the world. Sure, sure. Um, Is there... So many. So many. I mean, we can also find out, does any any of it work? Who knows? But before we get into that, (laughs) can we... (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Is there any point to any of it? But before we get into that, what's something that you've been doing right now um, that is self-care to you? Oh, I've been trying to continue doing this thing that I learned at the Hoffman Institute, which was this week long retreat thing that I went on, um, you know, to get over your shit. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, it's like about checking in. It's just taking a few minutes every day and checking in with yourself, but thinking about yourself in a few different distinct ways like checking in with your intellect with your emotional self and then sort of like your your they call it like the spiritual self you know and just Mm -hmm. figuring out like where you're at i just find it i have been feeling very overwhelmed with a lot of things in the last few years and um i was having a really hard time and i went to the hoffman institute you know i've been in therapy for 30 years guys and then you're like, wow. when does this get better? When does this get better? Um, and it, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, or do, I mean, it, it's supposed to. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's, I think there are lots of different versions of answers to that question. Um, but I found the Hoffman process and the whole uh, work, all the work that I did there um, to be honestly like the best thing that I've ever done for my mental health and well-being in my entire life. So can you can you just explain what the Hoffman Institute is? Well, yeah, I mean, it's this it's this like week long, immersive, experiential, um, like therapy process that a guy, a therapist named Bob Hoffman in the 50 years ago came up with honestly some of the stuff that he developed some of the techniques he developed are things that he had no scientific basis for at the time but have since been scientifically proven oh that's so interesting yeah like the mind body connection being one of them that your body holds trauma and that in order to move through or work through trauma you like actually physically have to get it out of yourself mm-hmm. um and that you can actually change your neuro pathways um and have different responses you can condition your brain to have different responses to those you know quote unquote triggers the things that really get you in into the 
into the bad places. And, uh, and so he developed this program. I mean, listen, some of it is kind of, it's wild. When I say experiential, it's like a lot of group work and you're doing things with other people and in front of other people. And it is, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of crying guys, a lot of screaming. Mm. Was there, <laughs> was there like one event that precipitated you wanting to go to this or was this something you've been thinking about for a while? Like why now? I guess is what I'm wondering. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's, it's interesting because they say at the place, once you leave, you're not really, so you're, you're sort of first instinct is to say to everyone that you meet, like, you should go do this thing. Mm. But you're really kind of not supposed, you're like really not supposed to do that because they find that people come to it when they're ready. And so I had heard about it many, many years ago and I've had a lot of different friends that have gone and, you know, like I can't, there's no reason why that week a month ago was the week that I ended up going except like no big moment that precipitated it, except that it was just like the right time for me to get in there and do the, do it. So, you know. I also am like a believer in that stuff too. You know, I believe that like these things kind of happen mm -hmm. when they need to happen for you and show up when they need to show up. Can I ask you about um, talking about anger? Because I, I saw you mention that on Instagram just briefly. I mean, I know, you know, you've mentioned a lot of stuff on your Instagram, but that was really... <laughs> <laughs> say that lovingly but that was it's like that is, uh, biz, yeah we might want to take it down I mean, a notch. listen i am no i mean take it higher i that resonated with me because anger is such a complex emotion because in so many ways we're tapping into it and in uh, so many other ways it is the thing that is like eating us from the inside out mm, mm, mm. isn't that the fucking truth Ugh. So yeah. what has been, what's your relationship to anger, I guess is my question. Well, I was, it was killing me. It was killing me. Mm -hmm. And um, it was causing me a great deal of pain. And I felt it constantly. And uh, I was like enraged at everything. And I think that, you know, part of it has to do with, Stuff I experienced in my early childhood. Part of it has to do with big, tr big T trauma I experienced later in my childhood. Then part of it has to do with the experiences I had as a Gen X woman in the world. And then part of it just has to do with the exhaustion of living, being alive in this moment in history. Um, but I felt like it was a thing that to me felt like, it, like immovable, like an immovable boulder that the only, the best I could hope for would be to like find workarounds, like just be able to manage it enough to not let it do things like, um, destroy friendships or relationships <laughs> with people. Um, a lot of anger. Yeah. But that was, and that was part, I mean, definitely part of what I was hoping to deal with at Hoffman, you know? Um, and my anger, here's what they say about, uh, about kids at, you know, what therapists say about kids. And I think, Maybe this is helpful for some of us. Anger in children is a sign of hope. You know, hmm. like it's anger is a sign that they haven't given up yet. And so I think that like for me, my like seemingly, sorry, I'm going to cry. My seemingly endless well of anger was just my hope that there was something better. And that it didn't fucking have to be this way for anyone. Um, that's where I'm at with that. And uh, the anger I was able to like, first of all, I want to start a gym where we just 
bash shit and scream. <laughs> Because, because we did a lot. They call they we do it. You do it at the Hoffman Institute. You like bash stuff, Ugh. and I am like that is what we need to do. We need to bash stuff collectively. All of us need to bash some shit. So, um, yeah, I think we got to get it out because it, especially women, tend to internalize it and turn it into pain, physical pain. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, who do you? What woman do you know that doesn't have like? Oh, I have terrible stomach problems. Oh, I have you know, like I have chronic pain. I have early onset arthritis. It's like, baby, you have anger and and sadness that you're not getting out. You have grief. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, it's been a you know, and it's not like a perfect process. I'm still like, I had a situation this morning where I was like, ugh. Really slid right back into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we, you know, but like the acknowledgement and the the awareness and the awareness that I do know now that there are things I can do to to get rid of it, that it doesn't have to be suppressed or, and, or um, you know, inappropriately expressed. Yeah. yeah. I always... I always think about um, what Rebecca Traister wrote in her book, Good and Mad, which is like women often either are told that like they need to suppress their anger or that it has to be channeled into something productive. And mm. what I love about what you're saying is like, we can just get that anger out without like channeling it or, you know, turning it into something like it can just be expressed. I think that I like, yeah, I think that I was was in the expression camp, you know, I thought, well, that's what I have to do with this, right? That's mm -hmm. what this is. This has to turn into something good and creative yeah. and positive. Yeah. And that's not what you actually do with it. You internalize it and take it on yourself. And then the creative and positive stuff that you do is an addition mm, yeah. <laughs> to you holding the anger, yeah. you yeah. know? So, uh, and then you're holding so many things because then you're like, well, I'm also doing all this other stuff and I'm like suppressing and holding down this boulder. It's a lot. It's a lot. I think we're all, I think we've all had a lot, a long, a long lifetime. This one, I this one's been long. It's been <laughs> so we're just going to take a short break and we will be right back. gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter toot, toot, or, Kate. or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly 
the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynamic. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, it, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. 
Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, we're back. You mentioned the experience of Gen X women, which like obviously resonates with us as people in their 40s. But also, you know, like I'm just hearing you talk and thinking about how you've been really outspoken about abortion rights and access and your own experience getting an abortion and how like the hope and the anger with that is so fucking raw for me every day of my life. and that's got to be exhausting. It, I mean, yes, it is. I have to say, like, I, I think that having that back to the like original self care question, having the moment with yourself in the morning to check in and identify your like intellect is the one that can help you like mm. parse it out and say like, okay, we're really concerned about what's happening in the Supreme Court on December 2nd. And like, we're really concerned about this and this. And then your emotional self is like, you know, the pro like the problem being right now in this time is that it, it all, it all becomes jumbled into one cyclone inside your person. And you're just like, I fucking can't take anything, you know? And it's like, well, okay. Yes. Yes. But also like, if we were to separate it out, what's what? And what can we do something about today? And what are we sort of like helpless and at the mercy of the people that have been put in office? And, you know, because if we're not, I mean, I'm just going to be real, Kate. Like, if we're not ready to take to the street civil war style, war, civil war style, like, I don't know what more we can do. I know. In this moment, I, and this is speaking from somebody who's like on the calls with the very big people in the movement, you know, like, I don't fucking know. It doesn't seem great to me. Like, it seems a little bit like the ship sailed, you know? That being said, you can still order, um, abortion pills. You can stock, yeah, pile them. You can, we can start an underground network of providers at some point. Like, this is the stuff that people are like, you're, I was with the, uh, these moms that I didn't get to meet any of the moms at my kids' new school last year because of COVID, but this year I, there was a dinner and I got to meet a few of the moms before school started. And it was right when the Texas, uh, law was put into action. And, um, and the moms, some mom was like, I mean, we couldn't have known. And I was like, uh, yeah, we fucking could have. <laughs> and by the way, we did. And like, I just was like, it's great that, you know, it's wonderful that like everybody is paying attention now, but it's, it's also a little bit like the ship sailed. Like it, it is sailing. The ship is sailing currently. Well, we can do a lot of work to change the narrative. Okay. Yeah. Let's, I mean, how, how do we do that? Right? Like, how do we, how do we get this ship back to port, if you will? <laughs> talk about abortions. You normalize. Yeah. Right. I mean, talking about abortions, normalizing the word abortion, normalizing women's health care, normalizing uh, periods and um, vulvas and vaginas and um, clitorises and all the words that we, you know, like not talking to our children who identify as girls or who have female sex organs uh, about what their body is going through, helping them identify like what they're feeling. And uh, if it's in fact outside of the norm for pain or if they're mm. like, you know, well, I like, you know, my kid birdie gets their period and like 
we talk about it a lot. What does it feel like? What does it feel like? Is it like too much pain? Does it feel, does it hurt really bad? If it hurts really bad, maybe we go to the doctor before you're 16. Maybe you should like go get it checked out. Make sure you don't have polycystic ovaries. What's yeah, that? Yeah. Make sure that, you know, you're not like a person, you know, none of these things anyone ever fucking talked to me about. No. And then I was pregnant. <laughs> 15, you know, and it's not my mom's fault. It's not, it's just like culturally, we have an opportunity to change the thing, change the narrative for future generations. Birdie talks about their period at school, you know, and sometimes I think the boys are like, what? I mean, well, I know they are because Birdie's told me. And Birdie's <laughs> like, what? I know about your boners. You should know. You should know that I bleed once a month. Yeah. The kid's not wrong, you know? No, they're right. So, um, yeah, they're totally right. And and also changing the narrative that the anti-abortion side has been so, like, good at permeating the culture and making um, it seem as though this is an issue about babies. Period. Yeah. And, and like unwanted babies. Because the fact is, we know that that's not accurate to, you know, many women's experiences of why and when they need abortion care. And that it is just essential health care that women and doctors need to be able to have access to easily in order to save their lives. I mean, our maternal mortality rate in this country is abysmal. It like yeah, it's so high. And, you know, and we need to believe women when they speak about pain, especially, you know, women who in black and brown communities. Um so yeah, so all those things we can do and we can and I do think that the Supreme Court historically speaking from what I understand pays attention to public pressure. So if people do get very loud and noisy about women's reproductive rights and access to abortion and, you know, codifying, codifying, I always say codifying, codifying Roe, um, it's possible that it can make a difference in the December case, which is the Louisiana case. You know, Texas is almost like a red herring. Mm. Mm. For what's really happening. Because it's the Louisiana case that's going to overturn Roe. The Texas case is like bad shit. I feel like I've learned so much. <laughs> you guys are like, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that it was that it was a Louisiana case that was coming up in front of the Supreme Court. I assumed it was Texas. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. The Texas case, the Texas See, case is. I'm the mom at the school night. No, you're not. You're not. They make it purposefully confusing mm. so that you don't participate. Mm. That's the whole fucking point. Like, how could you fucking know if when they're coming at you from all different directions with a bunch of nonsense? How could you know what is the thing unless you literally are like, I'm going to focus in on this one thing, which, by the way, I was not planning to like ever make this my yeah. thing but now the you know but it happened and now i'm like well i now i'm the person that knows a lot about yeah. it and i can like tell it to kate and dari on the podcast <laughs> thank yeah. you seriously yeah. i i that was news yeah. to me oh fuck okay well let's switch gears and relieve <laughs> ourselves of some of the you stress guys, of this so world. Sorry. No, no. These, we actually, this mm -hmm. is something so that glad I we're think we need about to it. talk yeah. about more. Yeah. And I also think like, you're so okay. right about like PCOS and, and I didn't know about any of those things. I didn't experience them. And no. I had no clue. I didn't know I could get cysts. And by the way, all you heard, I don't know if you, but like all I, the message I ever got was that being a woman was being in pain. Yeah. And that like, and that like, it sucks and it's painful. And even just changing that narrative. And it's just yeah. something we had to endure. And you have to endure it. I mean, Birdie's yeah. non-binary doesn't love getting their period. And, but I always am like very not quick. I like, I want them to have their own experience. I get it on a, in a certain way, but I'm always like, to be honest with you though, it is pretty amazing that bodies do this. Yeah, it and is. like, I know it's, 
it sucks in some ways, but like maybe try to at least focus on how special it is and that like you can grow a human inside of you if you ever choose to like an alien, you know? <laughs> so It is so weird when you think about what it is. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But even like just talking to them about like both my kids about like puberty and their boobs growing <sighs> and just all that stuff. Like it's just the more we can boys get all that stuff talked about. Kate, you were going to switch gears. I suspect to ask about Girls 5 Eva, but I want to let you. I want to talk about Girls 5 Eva and, fa- <laughs> and also fashion. Okay. And Dizzy's an amazing nails that I know you all can't see right now, but they are I truly wish you could. Yeah, they spectacular. are gorgeous. So, okay. Can we... I, I love Girl, Girls 5 Eva so much. And I want to touch on like, what was it like making a show starring and about four women over 40 because just that feels revolutionary to me and also and i'm, I'm projecting <laughs> like not since the golden girls right no like i'm not even kidding no. i'm not kidding no. and it, truly and it and it was like so joyful to get to experience that and see myself reflected selfishly but what was it like and what is it i mean you're still in it you're making the second season right now what has been like the magic of that show I mean, the entire thing has been the yeah. magic of it for me. Mm. Um, but, you know, from start to, to finish of the first season and then how much people loved it and really got it, like, was my one of the best things that happened because, you know, we were even more so than usual really making the show in a vacuum because of COVID. Yeah. So we know. I mean, we didn't even have normally when you make TV shows, guys listening at home, you have like network and studio people that are like on set behind the monitors, give it like telling you their opinions about how you should be (laughs) doing things, you know, Mm -hmm. and we didn't have any of that. We were just like really our little team, Tina, Faye, uh, being on set as the producer and, um, her incredibly talented husband, Jeff Richmond, who did wrote, you know, composed, I mean, almost all of the songs, except for Sarah Bareilles, you know, who wrote the finale song with Jeff and, uh, and Meredith Scardino, who created the show, who also was just like, yeah, like I want to see ladies I know on a show and um and that was where she sort of started from so it was it was incredible and then also just to have these four women i mean sarah Bareilles, renee elise goldsberry and paul pell well i guess three women and me <laughs> no but like the three women that i was that i was doing this with are every single one of them I mean, actual geniuses at what they do and their craft. And this, it was like the craziest dream come true. And then to have Tina and Meredith behind the scenes and, you know, Tina and Eric Gurian uh, from her company, they were, they were the producers on my, on our late night talk show on busy Mm. tonight. So just even getting to have that experience of, the next job I've really done since the talk show with them again was, I don't know, there was something just so fantastic about it all, like full circle and wonderful. There's a, my favorite, there's, I don't know if, um, who wrote these, but like all the kind of interstitial songs when they flash back to the, original career of girls five ever there's one that's tiny that's called tiny butts forever that is the one that's always in my head tiny butts forever yeah and i love it feels especially topical right now because they're essentially singing about how like we all had flat butts for the jeans that we wore in the 90s and now that style of jean is coming back and uh you're very like i i 
I would label you an iconic fashion person, Dory. Would you concur? Yes. What? Yes. yes. You have your own... For 40-year-old ladies? For everybody. You have your own sense of style that's so like unique and fun. How do you approach trends? I know you're very into bell bottoms. I would love to hear right now kind of why they're it for you. Um, but how do you approach fashion? And is it... Do you feel it evolving in you as you age? Well, that's like a crazy question because it's constantly evolving for me, but I am unclear if age has anything Mm. to do with it. I just, I've been a person who has long loved uh, clothing, makeup, and hair as like a personal expression. I mean, since I was a kid, it's always been a thing that I have really gravitated towards and like, I like feel strongly about it, you know? And mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I was, you know, ha- worked at California Pizza Kitchen and that's how I made like extra money to buy clothes. But I was like, never, I didn't have the money to like shop at Bebe at the mall, which was the, you know, pinnacle. So I just had to be, oh, yes. I just had to be way more creative with my, assembling outfits. And I think that even when I then ultimately started making money, I was still in that mindset of putting together things that I liked. And I I don't know, I just get into different... I just get into different versions of myself where I'm like, this is what I'm feeling right now. And I mean, it's all... You could kind of do anything now, which is amazing. Like, you know, the kids... The kids, the like Gen Gen Z kids are dressing like I dress, like we dressed in the nineties. Birdie's clothes yeah, are wild. so wild, you guys. You would die. I mean, Birdie wears like, I mean, I can't even. It's constantly. I'm in awe of the things it's, that they're. Is it just like looking in a looking in a mirror of your past self? It's bizarre. Okay. If I did never expected our trends to come back around. And then to see it on your kids. Even though everyone else's trends had come back around, I, I never know. thought that ours It would. was such a bad time. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Busy, we, we were just talking about how, I, I mean, I know I personally do, and so many other people kind of look to you as an iconic fashion and I'm style I'm my person. eyes, but that's really cute, and I love it. Thank but, you. <laughs> it's you're, very you're in true. a cool outfit right now. Yeah, you're in a super cool jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm wondering if you have fashion and style icons and what Ooh. you kind of take from them. Good question, Dory. Well, I mean, I go again, like I go through periods of time. Like right now, I'm like, kind of want to look like Jerry Hall mm-hmm. from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of want to look like, um, yeah, like Farrah Fawcett. Like, I'm, I'm into like a, I'm having like a 70s vibe. So I think of, things in that like the people that I look to in that way you know from different yeah, yeah, yeah. different moments I mean present day there's so many great the, I, that's what I'm saying like present day I feel like people are able to just like do whatever they want so there are so many people I mean Kate Blanchett always looks amazing like flawless oh yeah, yeah. But I love yes. the way that Carla dresses me Carla Welch is my stylist and like she's I would amazing. say that just She's been my stylist, just the only stylist I've ever had. I've worked with her since I ha- like got a stylist whenever that became a thing, like 2008 or nine or something. Um, but yeah, maybe 2009. But she has such an amazing ability to dress all of the women and people that she works with in their own way, but still like, perfect yes. i always love the way tracy ellis ross looks like oh. like yes a dream um and then who else carly is also man. a great instagram follow yeah she is oh yeah, yeah. she's amazing and a, she's and a amazing. period underwear and, icon yeah, totally <laughs> full disclosure full disclosure i am invested i did nice. i did invest in period oh, nice that's so cool first round yeah i know I know. I want it to take over. My kid period underwear is amazing. Can you take us through any 
skincare product faves, makeup product faves. Also, like, mm-hmm. what is the lip color that is happening specifically right now? Because it's great. I know. I just put it on. That you just casually put on as we were getting ready to start recording. And I was like, wow. <laughs> it's my Zoom go-to because uh, is a red lip because then at least, you know, people can see your mouth moving. Mm. Right? And what is it? This is the collaboration between Ula Johnson and Charlotte Tilbury. Charlotte Tilbury? No, wait. Who is it? It's, oh, Bobby Brown, of course. Bobby Brown and Ula Johnson, and it's called Lulu. L-O-U-L-O-U. It's like an orangey red. Yeah, I like Um, the orange. Yeah, it's a great shade. It's good. Um, I just got a good matte, like, bluer red from Kevin Aquan. That I really like. And it's like matte. Um, I love makeup. I view it in the same. In the same world as the clothes that I wear. Um, But I also don't love wearing a lot of makeup in the uh, on the regular. Just Mm. because I don't know. It takes a lot of energy. And also, I don't know if you guys know this. I sweat a lot. I'm like constantly sweating. So I just feel like, I just feel like I'm just, I would just be like wiping makeup off of my face constantly. So, um, but so I, yeah, I work with Olay. So I use, I do, I actually do use, like, I actually do use Olay guys, but I love their creams and, um, their serums and stuff. But I don't do anything injected into my face, um, because I think it's, a trick mm. that's been perpetrated on mm. us as women. Um, and I don't think it makes, I haven't, I have yet to see a person where I'm like, yes, that looks amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think once you start to lose the plot of your face, you never get it back. Yeah. Like once you start to forget what your natural face is, mm. then you're like chasing a dragon that, doesn't exist or something. I don't know. But it just it just freaks me out in a lot of ways. Um, that being said, I will do a laser or a peel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will like go to the derm and ha- ask them what their newest machine is that like gives your face 4,000 tiny paper cuts. And I will be like, sign me up. Like I will do any of that stuff. Um, I've done like PRP, which I loved. Um, which is actually like injected, but it's your own, it's your blood, right? Yeah, on your face and your hair, or just your face, or just your hair. I've never done my hair. I didn't even know it was done for hair hair for like for regrowth. Yeah, I've not done it, but I've been like very intrigued by it. Um, so I was just curious. I have a I have a friend and a guy who's a an actor who like has been doing it for his hair for like 10 years. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he swears by it. Yeah. It's supposed to actually, like, yeah. actually work. That's a thing. My <laughs> husband was like, huh? And he never. <laughs> yeah. So maybe. Uh... I will say that I feel like the PRP on your face with a micro. No, not micro micro needling. They might like, they microneedle the PRP into your face and they inject it in certain places. Um, I feel like I had a great six. I felt, I feel like it was very successful when I did it a couple of years ago. Um, I will say like, I am finding it harder. Well, just post COVID and stuff, you know, or during COVID. I'm like, I feel like I was like on a real journey with all of the, in office treatments and then you know oh, I fell interesting off the, yeah yeah like i but no 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 also uh just facials yeah like regular facials i talk about it on my podcast this week because i got kind of stoned the other night and i dermaplaned my own face <laughs> and <Ooh. laughs> oh my god this is impressive i know and it was like and it was like exciting, but also I did like 
nick my forehead a few times. You can kind of barely see it now. Because dermaplaning is the like kind of shaving of the peach fuzz. Yeah, it's but it's it's like you're it's not just the peach fuzz. It's like the top. You're supposed to get like the top layer of your skin off and the peach fuzz. Are you a tool user at home? Like, do you use like swans and stuff like that? Do you have any that you love? Yes. Um, I have, uh, I swear by, and let me tell you something, every actress, every person I know who has really amazing skin swears by the LED lights. Oh, yes. Okay. The, do you have the mask? Do you have that mask that people put on their heads? I, I'm, I'm crazier. <sighs> I have the, no, I know. I have the like one that's in the doctor's office. Yes. Oh. Like, <laughs> This is the shit we need to know. Well, I bought it during COVID. It's like the one they have like it at the facialist office, like at the right the the derm. professional it's level. The professional. I have the professional level one, but I bought it during COVID, and my facialist um, Joanna Check, who I love, uh, I like reached out to her early on in COVID. I was actually also having. I was coming off of having a really horrible allergic reaction to a product, like a face mask I had used and learned about an allergy I had from mm. it. Okay. Um, I know. Uh, and so I was trying to heal my skin. And Joanna was like, look, I mean, you can get those, you know, the masks. Are, there are a couple masks that are pretty good. Like, I will just say that the advice I've gotten from facialists and also uh like dermatologists is that the cheaper lights are like fine but they might not actually really do anything mm. and so you would be sort of it would be more effective for you to either just like save your money and do in office treatments mm. or save your money and splurge on the more expensive light masks or lights for your face um because you're going to get the return on that like and you're not those the cheap ones are just cheap ones interesting this is the content i crave <laughs> like this is truly what Same. i need to know because cutting through the bullshit of marketing is so fucking hard and i'm a sucker for everything well it's hard to know especially like I have to be honest with you, like, especially for me, sometimes I'm like, wait, am I just getting the TV price like that I'm on TV price? Or is that like the real, the real, real story, you know? And you have to have people that like you really trust who can like get in there for you and and tell you what's what's happening, like what's real. Okay, so let's take a pause and we will be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. 
OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, here we are. Is there a is there a chasing the dragon feeling to someone who's on TV and and having to look at them like like we're all going through this feeling of like oh fuck I look at myself on Zoom all day long and it started to make me mm-hmm. crazy. feel crazy yeah. but actors have been doing that their whole lives. Well, some of them don't. Some people don't watch themselves, right? At all, right? Okay. I mean, I mean, but- you hear that, but that's real. I, I'm not even kidding you, Michelle, my BFF, Michelle Williams. I, I, I don't know if she's watched what she's watched, rec- like if she's watched anything in the last 10 years that she's been in. Wow. I, I really don't. I can't say. F- yeah. For sure or not. Like she doesn't really. Yeah, she doesn't really ever make. Yeah, doesn't really watch stuff that she does. I know. I know plenty of people. who I kind of don't either. I don't know. I used to watch it a lot more. Well, my show was different. The talk show was different because I was in the editing room. So I did. I obviously watched it. Oh, God. But yes. I didn't mm. think about that. Um, I Yeah. I mean, I think that like the it's almost like it's the least of our issues watching ourselves back in mm. terms of the what we feel about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> uh, like there's is- so many other extenuating factors and like, you know, messaging that we've been given since we were since we started acting all, I mean, I'm saying we not in like Royal, we like every actor I know, like has some weird thing that they're like, Oh yeah. yeah, When I first started this big producer told me that, you know, my left side of my face was horrifying. So I only want to be on the right. You're like, what, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. You can never reverse that (laughs) shit too. It's like someone, you know, uh, my friend's mom told me I had big feet and that stuck with me my whole life. And it was like when I was eight. What size feet do you have? I'm a size 11. I looked at your shoes on Poshmark and I was devastated because you are a fellow tall, but you you got in there with like the size nines. Well, those are all at the Poshmark sale, Kate, in case you didn't. Oh, there we go. Okay. That's why they're there. Okay. I'm a nine and I'm a nine and a half. Okay. I'm like a nine and a half. Me too, busy. Well, you get into the Yeah, get, get into in the Poshmark sale, like, Dory. I'm a true nine and a half. Oh, there's a new drop happening tomorrow, I think, of stuff. Ooh. There's some great stuff on there. And I think the first I think drop one is gone. Okay. I think okay. most everything got sold. All right. Bought. And where is and that's all um being like the all the money earned is being donated but can you remind us where do you know where it goes i forget well i pick i get to pick oh so where does it go i picked this time the hoffman institute it it does have a scholarship program for people because i know it's such a privilege to be able to it it this is the thing that's so that sucks so hard about that you know healthcare's terrible in the united states from top to bottom um but just that like that that mental health care is something that only the privileged few should be able mm, to access yeah. and mm-hmm. have is so insane. It's just ugh, I don't know. It really upsets me. So Hoffman Institute, which I do feel like just at the right moment in my life was like this was a real thing that, you know, a month ago, like and I'm still in it. But like, I really feel like it. 
shifted some things for me in a major way. Yeah. So they have a scholarship program. So hopefully people can, more people can go. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, that's really generous. Um, Busy, this was a delight. Thanks, guys. Thank you for Wait, doing your this. Voice. Your voice is so oh. soothing. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Have you ever heard that before? Well, we we have been told that um, our our voices together are reminiscent of the sweaty balls SNL sketch. So, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot yep. of gentle yep. like moaning. And <laughs> yeah, a lot of moans. Sighing. A lot of moans. Busy. Thank you Thanks, again. Guys. Yeah, this was so. Thank you seriously for taking the time to do this. Yeah. It was I'm really so great. Happy. <sighs> You know, so I mean, there was just so many things that were so great about talking with Busy, but I love that it was the kind of thing where, like, where you're talking with like a good friend and like you don't want to get off the phone. Yeah, I was like, can we IRL be friends? Yeah. Can we can we make my parasocial relationship with you that I have with your Instagram into like a two way thing? I mean, I mean, look, no pressure. Uh, I just think, you know, I just think she is, um, I, I, I admire her for lots of reasons, but I really appreciate that she is both, both shares her vulnerability and also like her willingness to learn and change. I just feel like she's really documented her most authentic self, not just, you know, on her like Instagram, but on her talk show and on her podcast, which I love. Um, and that's a, that takes a lot of courage. That's not easy to do. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, where do we go from here, Dory? I mean, honestly, I'm not really sure. Look, the next we have, I mean, Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama just can't say no to us now. <laughs> well, Hillary Clinton did say no to us. Dory did try to get Hillary Clinton on the show. <laughs> Look, so for everyone who's asking why we have not had Louise Penny back on to talk about her new book with Hillary Clinton, we tried. Dory sent the nicest email. I really did. It was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> sometimes people say no. We try. Yeah. But I just yeah. want everyone to know that I did try. Well, Dory, let's intench. Okay, let's intench it up. Okay. Quickly here, I had intentioned that I was going to do a yoga class with my longtime yoga teacher, Bryn. That's right. You did. I didn't do it. You didn't do it. Okay. I had a very screwed up week, which I will talk more about at a later date, but I am just kind of taking things day by day over here. So I didn't get into yoga and this week. And that is fine. It is fine. It really is. But I am having therapy later today. So that feels like, you know, kind of like cancels it out. Right? Therapy, yoga. Totally. I mean, I know, you listen, I shouldn't say this. Yoga does not replace therapy. <laughs> no, but like, it's it's like going to be a nice thing that you can do for yourself. Yes, yes. Yes. And then, you know, this week, I'm really focusing on just kind of being gentle with myself, with where I'm at right now, and also enjoying the natural world. You and I are going off into nature, into the mountains this weekend. We are with, with a bunch with friends. of friends. Yeah. And we have taken like 50 COVID tests. <laughs> and we'll be taking another one. I'm we- actually going to take two. I'm going to take two. I'm going to take one today and one tomorrow just to be like extra amazing. You know, I've been around a lot of people lately. So, but yeah, I, I think my intention this week is just to enjoy my surroundings, whether it be the trees, the sky, uh, or the people that I'm with. I love that. Passing the baton to you, my friend. Okay. So I was going to unplug last week when I went out of town with Matt. I did manage, I didn't bring my computer. Oof. Um, That's a big was, step, honestly. Which was a big step, but I, it's not like I like didn't look at my phone or anything. So I kind of half did it. Um, and then this week, I mean, my intention honestly is similar, but in addition to everything that Kate said, I intend to embrace the cold because where we're going, it is predicted to get into the thirties at night, which what? here in Los Angeles, 
is like pretty cold. I mean, it's it gets into the 40s, but it rarely where we live, at least rarely does it get into the 30s. And then like the high during the day is like in the low 50s. So it's going to be chilly for these two L.A. transplants <laughs> who are very sensitive to the cold, Very sensitive to the cold. So I'm excited for the cold, excited to bundle up. Me too. Put on a big snuggly hat. Yeah. Some mittens. Ooh. I hope we both show up in like full body suits, just like full our snow suits from childhood, some moon boots, some gloves that that the the shapes appear in the cold. Oh, those those are cool gloves. Those I didn't have them, but but they they were very cool. Um, Dory, before we you know wrap up the show, we did want to mention that a dear friend of the pod, Emily Ferris, has a new parenting podcast out that we really highly want to suggest you check out. Yes. It's called it's- Mother Mother. And it's it's just great. Emily's great. Um, whether or not you are a, a mother or not, I think you'll enjoy the show. Yeah. And she's talking to a different friend each week. Sometimes people she knows in real life, sometimes experts, all about the highs and the lows of parenting. Because, you know, as she says, this shit is hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. And it's it makes it a lot better when you get to do it with somebody in your ear. So totally. You can check that out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um it's just an excellent, excellent show. I'm I'm in the middle of the second episode right now, actually. Oh, look at you. <sighs> all right. Well, we should also let people know that Forever Thirty Five is hosted and produced by me, Doris Freer, mm-hmm. and you, Kate Spencer, and yep, produced yep. and edited by Good old Sammy Junio. Oh, Sammy. Oh, Sammy. Sam Reed is our project manager, our network partner is ACAST, and we will talk to you all again so soon. Bye. Bye.